Okay. There you go. Um, hello, everyone. Welcome to You My Six, the podcast where we um, have been unable to recover our sleeping shuttle after the Olympics. How are you guys? I hope amazing. Mm, okay, the Olympics are over uh, for gymnastics, at least. And I have oh, once again such a special guest is Jordan. Hey, everybody. <laughs> We're here again, like after the hit that our last collaboration was, like, um, why not to repeat it? Like, it was already the collaboration of the of the century. Mm-hmm. Everybody so, got up for it, as they should have. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> this is going to be the collaboration of the millennium. Mm-hmm. As it should. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're here to discuss everything that happened on women's artistic gymnastics during the Tokyo 2020 uh, Olympic Games. It mm. feels really odd to say 2020, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, yeah, I hope uh, you're enjoying. Remember the timestamps are gonna be on the description if you don't want to listen to us like uh, during all of the podcast. If you don't want to, I don't know why, because like, right poor taste or whatever why wouldn't you want to listen to two icons exactly (laughs) so uh yeah that's basically that and let's get started all right period okay i say we should start speaking uh about natalia lashenova's instagram stories because girl (laughs) i'm (laughs) i don't know it's like with the soviet gymnast they had no fears at all. Literally, gymnasts from the 80s were just doing anything and everything. I don't know. They just weren't scared of nothing. Yeah, and like considering the equipment they had, because I mean, uh, the old Baltin horse was a scary as fuck. Um, mm. On the floor, even though it had springs, it didn't have as many as it had uh, nowadays. Beam was like, uh, it was like wood. It's not, yeah, it it's was not what good. it is now. <laughs> yeah, and like to know that Natalia Lashenova confirmed by herself that she trained and landed a triple tuck on floor, um, a double back on the beam. See, when I saw that, I was like, how is that even possible? Like, how do you even get that much height for a double back? I don't know. Like, on V2. It's, I don't don't mean, considering how her layout on the beam was, I'm not that skeptical about it because she had power Uh and always possible. And also, like, it was confirmed by Boginskaya, like, a month ago or something, that uh, Lashenova also tried a Yurchenko double tuck, Uh which, like, your papes could never. Exactly. It's like, I don't even know. Hearing that she was even doing a triple tuck on a floor, like Valeri, yeah. let's name it the Lashinova. Yeah. You know, on both yeah. Mag and Wag. Because, you know. Yes, yes, yes. Exactly. Because uh, Valerie Liu can, like, debut the triple tuck back in 1987. And, like, 
La Genova, I think, well, she was on the national team between the 87 and the 91. So, like, it was really close between. Right. And that explains a lot why she always cowboy her legs during the, the double talk <laughs> and stuff. But look, She's I don't get care. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, I think it was necessarily to talk about that matter because, like, iconic things that happen. So, mm -hmm. you know? But now, going into the Olympics, what uh, Olympics this I year? Like I think that this might be... I'm, I'm conflicted between London and Tokyo being my favorite games on which one's on top. It was just... It was a lot. It was a lot. I was upset. I was happy. I was crying. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, the amount of things that happened uh, since Tuesday, two weeks ago that it was when we record our pre-olympics podcast mm -hmm. and this week it has been insane I, a lot of things that i would have never even expected happen like okay. i mean i was not expecting like any of those things and apart from all of the things that we had on competition we also have like People being transphobic, people being delusional on Twitter. Yes. Uh, a lot of conflicts. And I'm like, what 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 happened? I, I can't just believe that this was less than two weeks ago. Because Me, I was like laying in my bed and I was like, I cannot believe that we were just recording this two weeks ago. I cannot believe that I was just waking, I was taking a nap from 12 to 1 watch back yeah. i cannot believe that i was even doing any of that now like it seems so i don't know so long ago but then it was so close yeah i i don't know like we've been through a lot of things in these mm -hmm. last two weeks and it's just like it could have been easily like in the span of a year everything that happened in these last two weeks exactly. <laughs> exactly. yeah i'm not ready for another olympics yet <laughs> me neither and then oh my gosh i have to watch uh oh we have 2022 exactly oh. and it's like i'm not prepared for the start of the olympic season on figure skating because it's no. gonna be uh, oh i think it's gonna be even worse than what yeah <laughs> what i know because like just i just can't uh see myself like watching russian nationals this season no because literally everybody can go Yeah, and like after nationals, we're gonna have the Olympics, and it's gonna it's gonna be a mess. But, a bloodbath. Yeah, <laughs> totally. But well, speaking about the Summer Olympics, let us let uh, we should let our worries like apart, like for five <laughs> five mm -hmm. minutes. Uh, let's start with the qualifications. Qualifications was really unexpected especially for having Russia going above the U.S. I was not expecting mm -hmm. that at all. Me neither. Me neither. I was, I'm not going to say that I was doubting them, but I was not expecting for them to actually survive. Like literally every event, especially being, even though Lily Ahimova fell, but you know, she had to, so, she had yeah. to be her true Russian self and fall on mm -hmm. beam because you know, who doesn't? Yeah. But <laughs> it was like, it was just, it was, It was just shocking to see that they actually beat. I was like, "Oh, hold on now, yeah, what's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, it, it was the same. Like, I mean, I I just watched the first two subdivisions of uh, of women because uh, the next day it was my birthday, so I mm -hmm. had 
two friends came to my house. They're from another city and they came here. So they were like uh, hosting here. So I couldn't like do anything else. <laughs> Right. and obviously I need to be awake for my birthday right so exactly I, I was like I just I remember that during subdivision number two we were playing Monopoly and I literally had the computer in front of me watching the Russians and the Chinese because <laughs> I need that and they were like are you gonna play or what are you doing and I was like wait <laughs> Russians are the right. beam do I'm you know kidding. what does that mean Right. I'm tense. I can't I can't play Monopoly right now. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm going to deactivate. Like I bought only like two properties. Um, <laughs> and it was like that. But none of us were like actually buying property. So, yeah. Anyways. And yeah, the thing is that I just watched the first two subdivision. Then I end up gossiping with my friends a little bit until like 1 a.m. or something. And I was like, you know what? I'm dead. I'm going to sleep right now. And I woke up to subdivision number five. Because I told my father to wake me up in order to watch it. Right. And like, I was like, I just uh, check on the on the live results. And I was like, wait, why is Russia in front of the U.S.? What is going on right here? Exactly. It was... I don't, it was crazy. That night was insane. Yeah. Like, I was just all over the place that night. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but what's really going on? Because on our podcast, uh, we were saying that, like, you know what? If someone can beat the U.S., are the Chinese? <laughs> and then, oh, don't get me started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we were really delusional with that prediction. To oh, oh, my gosh. I didn't. I didn't know how delusional we was going to be. I was like, when China showed up that co-op case, I was like, oh, yeah. oh, they looking too hot for us. <laughs> but yeah, I was expecting a lot of things when I wake up, uh, but I was not expecting watching uh, Russia in front of the U.S. Mm-hmm. And I think it's due to all of this narrative that the U.S. media have been putting about that. The U.S. is unbeatable, that they can send any team they want and they will still winning and stuff. Yeah. And I think it was like that, like, was affecting our minds too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've fallen, I fallen prey to that mindset. Because I, I mean, I never thought like the D team or nothing of the U.S. team could beat them. But I was like, oh, yeah, the B team, yeah, they can, they can do that. But not even that. A team could have yeah, shocking. Like, and I mean, it, it was something that it's really um, that Tom Forster is really guilt about because, like, even um, I just saw like the first 15 minutes of uh, Golden because mm. I was like really bored of everyone saying how great the US is. But even Tom Forster was saying that uh, they're unbeatable. Like, there's a 99.99999% of possibilities that the U.S. is going to win the Olympics. And I was like, I, I, don't, I don't like this arrogant narrative, especially coming from the team coordinator. Yeah. And like to wake up and watch like Russia beating the U.S. I was like, what's going on right here? But then I say like, you know what? And, um. 
Tom didn't even like accept uh media after qualifications. Oh, he was she... he was throwing a hitsy fit. Like, why are you you should not be doing that, especially at your level. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't be acting like that. Yeah, and especially because he's the responsible of talking to the mm -hmm. media. Like athletes can skip the press conferences if they want to, but he shouldn't. Because mm -hmm. he is the face of USAG. Like as face of an organization, you need to be responsible for everything that is happening there. Exactly. So ugh, it was it was a thing to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. Other thing that it was really interesting that happened during qualification was uh, Rebecca Andrade getting second on the all around just behind Simone. Because it was worth it because um. Subdivision five, it was like at 7:20 a.m. Mm -hmm. I was sleep deprived. I was ready to go to sleep. But I was like, I'm staying up for Lee and So, Yo So Jong, and Rebecca. Oh, and, and Flavia. Oh, and Alexa, yes. And it was just, I was Rebecca really gave it for us. She did it for all of us. Yeah, like she just screamed gay rights. Like mm -hmm. and she should have. <laughs> I like, I, I really like her floor routine. It just, I, I can't get the song out of my head. I think it's called Baila de Favela. Uh-huh. Yeah. I cannot get that song out of my head. She got me addicted. Yeah. Like, like I'm addicted to that particular song since 2018. Oh. <laughs> that it was the first time that she, she did a podium training on Worlds. She mm -hmm. didn't compete on floor, but she did, she did the dance room. And then, like, in 2019, like, I was like, and that stuff. And, like, this year, like, when I knew that she was about to keep that routine, I was like, yes, queen. And, uh, I mean, it was incredible. And, yeah, her floor on qualification, I think it was one of the greatest floor routines that we've seen during yeah. all of the Olympics because she stayed in bounds. And and the hate yeah. that she gets on all of her tumbling passes is insane. She is it. Now who let play her full twist and double layout? Then we'll see what they gotta say. Yeah. Like, oh that oh wait, I just realized what she just said. I thought you said the hate. I oh the height that she gets. Oh yes, 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 yes. Oh my gosh, the height that she gets yeah. her full twist and double layout. Well, her full end is awesome. Yeah. Like, like it's so high. Like I mean, <laughs> and then she um, she is so smart because she basically has like the same D score with the uh, changing with her finally taking out that two and a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm so grateful that she took it out. And it's actually even more difficult because uh, she gets the same connection for uh, the same connection value for the uh front full into the full twisting double back than mm -hmm. on the two and a half to front full but mm -hmm. the difference is that the two and a half is only a d and the full in is a is an e so she's counting a 10 more so like queen like that change was for the gays honestly she knows how to work the code as yeah. she should And that's that's amazing. I think that's something that is really particular from Brazilian coaches. I uh, even though there have been a little bit of a struggles with the pacing of the gymnast, uh, mm -hmm. they know how to work with the coach. They do. And that's I think one of the most important things of 
a coach and stuff because mm -hmm. then you have like coaches as Alphonse and you know I just looked I, I just looked away for everyone that can't see I just looked away I didn't yeah. want to yeah he's just like that <laughs> no more comments need <laughs> um also like um Oksana Chusovitina's last routine uh -huh. ever I I still crying about that like queen like I'm she's just she's such a trailblazer in her own way to still be competing at I think 46 yeah I don't know don't quote me yeah, 46 But, mm -hmm, 46 it's just It's so much, and I hate that she's leaving because I was like, I, I was like, oh, she's lying. She, she not yeah. her lie. I, I thought the same, like because she was saying the same signs like, two thousand. Mm, literally. <laughs> yeah. But I feel really sad because gymnastics is not gonna be the same without her. Mm -hmm. Like she's been on gymnastics way early before I born. <laughs> exactly. So it's just like. I just can't. I I I refuse to accept that she's retiring. Honestly, well, I can't imagine. I just can't imagine the sport without her. Me neither. Like no, 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 no. And I mean, I feel really. I mean, good for her because she uh, like uh, planned all of this legacy for her. That she's one of the most iconic uh, persons, not only on gymnastics but in any sport. Mm -hmm. And like. You know, just like it's not gonna be the same. And it was really beautiful when she like did her last ball and she saluted and everyone stopped clapping for her, yes. even the judges. Like, imagine like all of the legacy that you need to have in order for that. Like it was iconic. Yeah. Compared to um Kohei, who I felt so bad for because I mean, because you know, he fell on his uh high bar routine and then it was just like silent. Like, yeah, no clapping, Because and you every, know, this might be his last thing. None of them knew what to do because everyone <laughs> was shocked because he was really consistent with that routine. Mm -hmm. And when he, because, and especially because he did all of the hardest uh, releases, and then he yes. did the fall. I don't know in which element it was, but it was like a silly it element. It wasn't that difficult. Yeah, it was such a silly element compared to all of the difficulty that he already did. But with Oksana, like, she did everything that she could mm -hmm. and, like, everyone was clapping for her. And, like, I mean, it's all of her legacy. And, like, not only the fact that she long until her uh, 46 years, but also, like, that uh, she's basically the... Uh, the percussion of all of this culture of gymnasts that had long careers. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, like, it's still such a bittersweet moment for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that uh, her competing for this long, like you said, it's going to change the culture of gymnasts do not have to peak at um, 16 years old. Mm -hmm. They don't have to be throwing triple twists and double tucks. Exactly. At such a young age, like literally, Oksana hit one of her best vaults at 2019 Worlds. Yeah, she did it. And like, and I mean, she even won uh, silver at 33 in Beijing. So it was mm -hmm. like, and he was an Olympic medal. Like, mm -hmm. and yeah, like, and she has been in almost all of the finals of uh, last decade. So, as she should, as she should. And yeah, like, I don't know. I just feel great for her because she is doing this for, for herself. 
and all of mm -hmm. this stuff. And again, like the change of the culture that you know you don't need to be like 16 years old to be on the greatest point of your career. And I think it's uh, it's something that we've seen, like taking in consideration uh, the gymnasts that are taking part of teams as Germany, as the Netherlands, and yeah. all that stuff that their average age are like uh, 29 years or something like that. Mm -hmm. So it's really good. Yes, I love to see it because I, I got some shade to throw at a certain country with the, how they're pasting their gymnast, their star. Oh, yeah. But let's wait until team finals <laughs> for that. Um, and well, other highlight, it was, and I just saw that routine yesterday on Twitter. It was Tin Juan Tien's beam uh, routine. I was, when I was watching it, I was like, Fingers crossed, toes crossed that she was going to hit because I really wanted to see Tinkwa Tien make the finals and actually like uh, make some history for Taiwan, even though they made history on the mag side, but you know, mm -hmm. on the wag side too. But she just, I forgot what she felt. I think it was a side hop full. Uh, no, it wasn't the side, a straight, a stretch full. Like, okay. It was like, ah, uh, I was like, was so close and her routine was perfect until mm -hmm. that point. Uh, she could have had like a 6.1 D score too. Because I'm she like, connected literally everything. Mm -hmm. It was like, no, but I hope that she stays around for at least this next quad or next triad. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, like quads under quotations, right. but yeah. Because I really want to see her make uh, some finals and beam and potentially get a medal. Yeah. Like, I would hope, I would I mean, hope if so. She decides to go to worlds, like, and then the worlds field. I'm sure that not. Well, I mean, sure, China's going to send some gymnasts, of course, but you know, you can only get two people in it, and I'm sure that not like a lot of people that were competing at the Olympics mm -hmm. are going to be there. So it's the field's going to be really wide open. Yeah. So which I'm excited for. Let's see what happens. I'm really excited for worlds too. Like mm -hmm. they should actually do worlds in the same year as the Olympics as uh, on figure skating because. Like, then you have another different feel and it's really interesting. Right. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and what? Oh, yeah. The, the other thing that I have uh, writing on the qualification thing is Pam Kate being ridiculous. I don't. I'm like, I'm tired of these US reporters who barely know anything about gymnastics, just mm -hmm. spreading things, just spewing at the mouth. Yeah. Like the only one that I can tolerate is Nancy R. Moore, even though she didn't, even though she says on a bit where she was like, this Chinese gymnast has a modern oh. music set up. And it's like, she's Lu Yufei, shut up. She like, invented that music. Exactly. She no, literally, Ed Sheeran didn't make you it. belongs to Lu Yufei, not to Ed Sheeran. Like, <laughs> exactly. Girl. And yeah, Pumpkin was like, I mean, she has been already annoying when she did this Michaela comment saying that she could get like a bronze on the all around. But then mm -hmm. during qualification, when she said that she was tired of this level nine uh, gymnast performing at the Olympics where there are plenty of US gymnasts sitting at home just watching. And it's like, you don't know anything about the super country rule, do you? You don't. It's like it's it's giving me what um that YouTube channel. I'm gonna throw a bit of shade. Uh, Gymnasty 
was oh, saying about yeah, yeah. like African gymnasts, you know, scoring a 43s and going to the all round. Yeah. I'm like, this is the Olympics. This is not the US show. This isn't the Russia show. This isn't the China show. We're not just going to showcase three countries and just watch nationals. If you just want to watch that, just watch, watch nationals. Exactly. Like, <laughs> this is our opportunity to see these smaller countries thrive mm -hmm. in the sport and get exactly. their time to shine. Exactly. So, so either you're with it or you're not going to watch it. And, and I mean, it. like, um, I already mentioned when Gymnasty did that, uh, did those comments because I did a podcast about that. Mm -hmm. um, if you haven't checked it, like, uh, I'll link it on the description. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, I mentioned that it's really important to have this representation for small countries because, like, much of the uh, sports program on different countries are founding um, based on the attention that these athletes have on their sports. So mm -hmm. if you start to watch uh, gymnasts from a certain country, like then the culture of uh, practicing that sport is going to grow because those athletes are going to say like, you know what, if that person went to the Olympics, I can go too. Exactly. So that's really important. And that's why, uh, like, thanks to that, we have gymnasts from South Africa yeah. from the first time. And not only one, but two gymnasts. Uh, we have gymnasts from Sri Lanka, from India, yes. from all of these, uh, from Taiwan as well, uh, of, from all of these small countries that are have not like a gymnastics culture that's present, like it's going to be like such an impact for younger generations. Exactly. Like, look at what happened with uh, Rebecca Andrade. She was influenced by Diana Dos Santos uh, mm -hmm. to start gymnastics. And now all of the young gymnasts that uh, uh, Rebecca is going to influence to practice yeah. the sport and it's going to be massive. So it's really important to have this representation. Exactly. And Very, it's, I'm just, I'm so excited for the future oh of gymnastics. It's going to be like, It's going to be iconic. We're have a country, uh, Brazil, that I mean, It's been great for years, but they yeah. just need to like pick at the right time. Uh, mm -hmm. But then, like, we have uh, countries like South Korea that <laughs> <laughs> I know you're a fan. Oh, I'm, I'm the number one stand. Like, I know that there are some fan pages that I follow, but I feel like I run South Korea gymnastics. Yeah, like, I just feel. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, 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 because I'm about to, I think maybe tomorrow I'm going to post, because I have, I've been meaning to post about Yo So Jong's um, goal, I mean, not goal, bronze of uh, mm -hmm. um, vault and how that's going to impact. But I think tomorrow I'm going to post about it because it's, it's going to be insane. I mean, it's yeah. already been insane, but you know. <laughs> and like, Legion Seals as well, that she was really robbed during qualifications and bars. I, I, Y'all, I was like sobbing. Like, when I, because I was like, I was crying because I'm like, I'm so proud of her. Like, that is like, I've been watching for so long. And then when the score comes up, I was, it was like an angry sob. Yeah, like, like, I was pissed. I didn't even want to watch. She does the Russian or even by routine better than the Russians themselves, though. <sighs> Literally, it was like she did the same thing. And then I, what I do when I rescore uh, routines, I just take deductions because I don't know how to do D scores. Mm -hmm. And I got like an 8.866 in execution. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, where where are the problems in her routine? I don't know. Did you start blind? 
That's it. They are. They really are. And it's this is the second time that she's been robbed because she was yeah. robbed in 2019. And then she only gets two tenths higher. And then her all-around score, well, if we get to that, her all-around score was even lower. And it was a awesome routine. Yeah. But I don't know. Judges are assholes. They are. They but, are. Well. And I'm fighting them when I see them. Yeah. Yeah. As usual. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now... The team finals that I think it was the most shocking event for lots of reasons. First What's of all, that? like Russia winning counting two falls on beam, I think is the most Russian thing ever. <laughs> no, it is. Because <laughs> I, I I mean, like, girl, <laughs> I was like I was with my dad watching the team finals, and when Blada went into the beam, I was like shaking because I was like If she falls, I'm gonna die. And then, like, she did her series and she fell. And I was like, yeah! And my dad was like, dude, chill. And I was right. like, how do you want me to chill? Right. This is, uh, lives are on the line. Yeah. Like, it, it was a mess. Unfortunately, uh, in my stream, they didn't show Gellias because otherwise I will be like, I'm glad that they did not because I'm, I'm sure they. <laughs> I'm glad. And then I was like, your stories and you like, Galia Fall. And I was like, Ugh. I was like, when I, because I was watching the thing, this is the only thing that I'm going to thank NBC Sports for because I hate them. Otherwise, NBC Sports was able to provide us with the multi screen. So we were able to like each event. That's why I was able to like live blog a lot because otherwise, if I was watching the main coverage, It was going a bit slow, so and plus that's the only reason why I was able to watch my oh. South Korean girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> But when I saw Galia come off on her series, I was like, "The U.S. might slide in. I don't know. I don't yeah. know." But then, like the fluoridation was what made it. But okay, it was the awesome. U.S. was. was I was shocked that they put up. Um, Vlada instead of Ahaimova. I wasn't mad about it though, but you know. Oh, well, it, it's just that they got the same score during uh, qualifications. Uh, mm. But if there will be a tie between both of them, uh, Vlada will have won because of the last oh, yeah. difficulty. And like Lilia is a little bit like unpredictable <laughs> on floor sometimes. So yeah. Yes. Oh, and, and I want to say that. Um, I loved Listy's 14 oh, uh, and Team Pies. Like, she had on uh, her dog barking then. She had so much pep in her step. Like, she was so excited. Yeah. It was so cute. She was giving us space, and I'm totally mm -hmm. here for that. Like, she was so secure about herself. Like, she was selling it as the choreo were good. And, like, mm -hmm. you know, I'm totally Please. here for that. And then we have, like, Gelia's floor routine that was, like, the, was the cherry on the cake because he was magnificent and when she landed double pike and she was already with tears in her eyes when she was heading into the ending pose i was totally here for that mm -hmm. i was like that reminded me of uh when ali got you know ali was the final mm -hmm. uh and team final it was so i just loved it yeah it's, uh, oh my gosh iconic mm -hmm. simply iconic and then well we have the u.s on second place that they did a magnificent job yeah during the circumstances like Uh, on the team finals where was where we knew that uh, Simone was having troubles uh, because mm -hmm. she go to her belt, uh, did only a one and a half twisting your chinko instead of an amanar, 
and like she just decided not to continue competing like lots of people were saying during the final that maybe she hurt herself because she yeah i think she even uh, taped her ankle and like but i think my my theory is that they did that of taking the taping the ankles and stuff to atone forster not forcing her to to compete Because mm -hmm. honestly, Tom Forster's strategy was only to count with four solid scores from Simone, and then yeah. everyone just go doing an average routine, and that was his strategy, I think. Yeah. And when Simone was out of that of that equation, like what was going on? <laughs> yeah, like when, and I heard rumor that she uh they were trying to make her. Uh, mm -hmm. compete in the team finals I was like because they knew I felt like they knew like our gold medal is like in jeopardy terribly mm -hmm. and it's sad that they were once again USAG claimed that they are trying to change and do better things but they're putting a gold medal over Simone's sanity yeah it was, it's it's, it was it's just not like they're always like they're constantly saying that they were rather uh athletes over over medals but mm -hmm. then they do exactly the opposite when they can prove it and exactly. yeah I also heard about it and I, I think it was uh, confirmed that like she told uh tom that she was not feeling good to compete and he was like no you should compete you're okay like he just gaslighted her and mm -hmm. you know but <laughs> i'm so really mad with Forster. and like props to um grace jordan and suny especially yes. to jordan and suny because they have to compete on apparatuses they didn't even warm up for mm -hmm. it was and like I was so proud of them because it was like after just, I mean, just shocking things happened. Like they really came in clutch. Like there were so many clutch routines. And even though Jordan fell on floor, she was still pumped. And yeah. it was, it's a silver medal to be so proud about. Mm -hmm. Like, as they should, like, like I mean, we need to stop like taking, uh, like, watching silver as a failure. Silver mm -hmm. is still like such an accomplishment. Yes. And Every medal think, is an accomplishment. And I think that's mostly an, uh, part of the culture of countries with uh, big results in sports. Because, yeah. for example, uh, here in Mexico, like, all of the medals that uh, Mexican athletes have been getting have been bronzes. But we're celebrating them as if they were golds because it's mm -hmm. not that common to medal. And, like, it's still a huge accomplishment to get a medal. Yeah. And I think in countries as the U.S., Russia, China... They have this mentality that is goal or nothing. Mm -hmm. And it's yeah, something that needs to change. <laughs> it, it is. It really is. So, yeah, I'm not going to go that deep into the Simone situation because I already did a podcast about it that I also will link if you mm -hmm. guys want to listen to it <laughs> because mm -hmm. I obviously do need to do self-promotions in this podcast. So, <laughs> yikes. Um And then uh, on third place, we had Great Britain. Like, that shocked me. I was like, because I was like, I was celebrating. I was like, France is getting a medal. France is getting a medal. After Aline Freeze had hit her Rudy, I was like, I did. And everything like that. And then when I see 
Rape Britain is in front. I'm like, hold up, pump the brakes. What's happening? What is, like, <laughs> what is happening here? I, I was the same. I was like celebrating for Russia because they won gold. Mm. And I was like, yes, yes. And my dad was like, who's winning bronze? And I was like, that's a good question, though. <laughs> and like when we saw like Great Britain, their place, and I was like, I was, I was I cloud. Was, I, I was particularly cloud because <laughs> I on this podcast I say like without the downies they have yeah. no chance of winning. A <laughs> <laughs> and they were and they were like slapping me on the face with team bronze. And they I was heard like, you. And they said we're gonna prove you wrong. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Like, do I still thinking it was the right choice the team they sent? No. Nope. But this doesn't like, change what uh, British gymnastics did to her. Yeah, like, no, I still don't supporting British gymnastics because they're assholes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, and I think the biggest shock, apart from the US, was China on seventh place. <sighs> See, I was I was nervous for China, I will say that, because I knew after seeing France uh, qualify in fourth place, which I think, personally, I think that France was robbed of a medal. I think that France was underscored like this whole competition, which makes me just aggravated, like especially in qualifications. Team finals, I think that the scoring was a bit better, just a bit, but I'm not even gonna start because I don't, I don't wanna get started. I don't wanna get started. France yeah, is coming for that medal. That because... <laughs> but with China, I was like, when I saw um, Oyushan start off the competition with two Maloney's, I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. Because I'm like, China this year, and then this is where I'm going to throw shade at Wong Quince because mm. he decided to take Oyushan, who this is like where we were talking about, you don't have to peak at 16. Oyushan yeah. was throwing double twists, up double doubles mm-hmm. on the floor, one and a half to triple. All that good stuff. And then she's injured. Okay, we wait out 2020. 2021, she's back. She's doing a full, she's on really at Chinese Nationals. And she did a great job. Yeah. But she's injured. Like her feet are destroyed. And she's destroyed overall. Like not is. only the feet. She is destroyed. And then like now at these Olympic Games, we see her struggling. She was really tentative on beam. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't even do floor, which was a crucial in my yeah. mind, a very crucial score for China. Because she was the greatest, like, uh, floor, like, floor specialist mm-hmm. uh, from China. And, like, not having her floor was... Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. It was because she was doing great with only the whip whip into triple twist as first pass. But they decided, yeah. like, to put a silly bash again. I don't... I don't know why. It's like, you don't need that much difficulty. Her form saves literally everything. Yeah, and she literally had like 5.7 on difficulty mm-hmm. already. Like it was enough even for it a was. final. But no. And then <sighs> it was like, uh, Louis Fay had a fall on bars, which was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. And then um, we go to being, they're very tentative. And I was like, it's I feel like the pressure is starting to come onto them because you know if China like we said on our podcast if China hits beam they could well we thought they could win gold yeah but <laughs> and they like, did hit beam but it was very very shaky yeah and then on bald because oh that's uh, where it just all came crashing down it was sad they they count two fouls mm-hmm. yeah 
because Tonsi Jing, she her double twist has already been a bit iffy going into the Olympics. Mm-hmm. She did hit really two pretty good double twists in the yeah. qualifications and in all, all around. around. Yeah, but her she just put that knee down, put her hands down. I was like, oh gosh, I, I was like, oh, it's done. And then yeah. Oh Yushan goes and she goes for the double twist, but she like has a staggered landing and then she just sits down, which was like, I felt so bad for her because she just, it was disappointing. And yeah. then John James, she had a weird landing. Mm-hmm. So I just hope so, like they can manage to like pace their gym as well because like the depth that they have is amazing. Oh, but like that depth goes reduced a lot because of the injuries. Mm-hmm. And it's just something that they cannot do and that that's the thing that's what we were talking about like they don't know how to pacing women because like there's a huge difference between training men to training women because mm-hmm. the strength that you need for the apparatuses is really different because in men uh, everything goes mostly on the upper body yeah But in women's, you need uh, having feet and leg and stuff. So, and that's something that they were not considering. Yeah, no. And it's just, it's so disappointing because this team came in with so much potential. And I thought that they were guaranteed a medal. Mm-hmm. But I was, I, honestly, I was counting out Russia for <laughs> getting a medal. Yeah, yeah. And, but I was like, I was going to be U.S., Russia, I mean, U.S., China, and France on the podium. But then now I'm like, And then they, China, they knew that she was battered. They knew that Oyushan was battered. And they could have taken away Zhao Yuan. Yeah. Because she could have got them a really good um, bar score. Yeah. She potentially could have got a medal. Because mm-hmm. we all know what happened. We'll talk, about team, we'll talk about that mess of a bars final. Yeah. She could have got them a great beam score. Because I think that when she does her full difficulty, she has a 6.8. Mm-hmm. And then a nice floor score. And then, well, we wouldn't use Zoran Vault because that yeah. was a mess, but still. And yeah, like, uh, they did really very, like, this team with the selection that they did. And uh, I mean, mm-hmm. let's not talk about these graces anymore because, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and I want to say, um, I don't want to shout this, I don't want to shout out Belgium. Oh, yeah. But I just want to say, I said, I was like, in my back of my mind, I was like, Belgium is bringing a pretty good team. They're like pretty strong. I didn't know that Belgium was going to be this good because yeah. they had a double twist by, I don't want to say her name wrong, Maisel Brassard. They had a really strange Rudy. Mm-hmm. It, was basically, it was basically like a tucked Rudy, if I'm being honest. Yes. <laughs> uh, by uh, Lisa Valen. They got a one and a half by She, she Who Shall Not Be Named. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they're great on bars. They're good on beam. I'm like, Belgium, hold on now. Back it up. Y'all need to calm down because y'all are, I'm scared that they're coming this next quad. Yeah, they're coming really fast to the international scene. Like since uh, 2016, they have been like uh, building this uh, uh, such a good team, and like watch out for the next squad because they they can bring interesting things onto the table. Yes. I, this next squad is going to be so open because um, I don't think that the U.S. is going to have Simone, so mm-hmm. they're really going to have to start fighting like they did in team finals. They were yeah. going to have a strong Russian team, strong Chinese. 
juniors turning seniors, but I'm very nervous because I feel like they're yeah. being overpaced yeah. <laughs> already. <laughs> um, we have France. I'm, I'm nervous for Kalia, Kayla Namor because see, you know, she's great, but why are you throwing a 6.7 on bars? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, they have, who else? We have South Korea. We have Japan. Belgium, Brazil, Brazil. Oh, ooh, they have Julia Suarez, uh, Christina Brazil. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited <gasps> for this game. Yes, Brazil is gonna eat next squad. I'm sure As they should. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Now moving to the all around, like really quick, because there was nothing like um dramatic there. Mm-hmm. Well, we had this battle between Suni and uh, and Rebecca for the goals. But then the out of bounds was what taking the opportunity out for Rebecca. Yeah. And okay, because they were really close between scores. They were mm. like, I was like, Suni, if she had not hit her full D score, I don't think that she would have got gold. Yeah, yeah. Uh, everything went to her bad routine, honestly, because like mm-hmm. she hit there and like Nina's face when she hit. It was hilarious. She was just like... <laughs> well, I guess I'm not getting the medal. Yeah, but anyway, mm, things happened during mm-hmm. the final. But it was... I love that the, this was a great all-around final because I feel like <laughs> everybody deserved what they got. Yeah, I feel like it was just... This was the perfect podium. A lot of these Olympics had the perfect podium. Mm-hmm. But this is the perfect podium because I love Suni. I love Rebecca. I love Galia. Yeah, It's just... <laughs> It was so iconic. And then Vlada, she got fourth place. Fourth she came place. really close. Yeah. And like, like, she hit beam during the all around. because And she got the really... highest score, too. Yeah. And it, it was amazing. Her beam was amazing, honestly. I think it was the greatest beam she has done in her career. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it was really nice, to be honest. And then we have like, Gelia Florutin was flawless. Uh, it, was, it was iconic. I, I was really amazed uh, uh, with Rebecca on her boat, first of all, because she was like, oh my gosh. She, and, um, I love her position. Yeah. Like when she jumps, what, when she blocks off the horse. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, um, I forgot what it's called, uh, the, the, the Christ statue in Brazil. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah, she's, she, that's what they need to replace that with Rebecca mm-hmm. um, block. That's, that's all that needs yeah, to be replaced with. I agree. <laughs> I need to do an edit on that, but yeah, <laughs> I I totally agree with that. And she has mm, amazing height and, and stuff. And also her bars routine really surprised me because she connects the pack with the valuing. Mm-hmm. I that- was like, when she did, I was like, I backed. I was like, oh, okay, Rebecca, yeah. she's not playing around here. Yeah, I screamed with that, and she was really happy. Then on beam, I think she was quite on this on their scored. I agree. Because I don't know I how did they took out more than two points mm-hmm. of her score. And like it was more. It was much more. It was more solid than qualifications. Much yeah, more it was. And then uh, I'm like, mm. uh, yeah, and well, Suni like really excelled, especially on bars and mm. on floor. She was amazing. She like even with a she got a higher score with a downgrader routine. Yeah, and that and floor it's really I really love that one. Like I don't know, it's been iffy with me like this entire uh, year, but this one it just felt so special. Yeah, and she was really good. Like 
um, she went out, out uh, for out uh, on both both in Florida that are her weakest links. In mm -hmm. that when and she, she did amazing, yeah, she was that, I'm so happy for her. Way. I'm really happy for her because, mm -hmm. like, I mean, I think uh, all three of them, Suni, Rebecca, and Gelia, have been my favorite gymnasts throughout all of this squad. And like mm -hmm. having them sharing the same podium is just like gay rights. Like that's no, it gay rights. Like, mm -hmm. and it's like they've like won this for so many people. Like with Sunni, the Hmong community, mm -hmm. Rebecca, all the black um Hispanic girls or women all around the world. Well, yeah. black uh, women and girls all around the world in general. It just it's so amazing to like just see how that can really impact you know yeah. with, with medals yes it's yes like the diversity that they have on that podium like it was yes i loved it Chef kiss, Chef mm -hmm. kiss. exactly okay so now moving on to the mess that even well no they were not that messy because we're gonna start with bolt yes. but okay on first place we have rebecca andrade Olympic champion. It was really? iconic. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for Rebecca because it's like we have really seen her go through so much yes. in her career. She has been, to, uh, she's never been to a world. One Olympics, she kind of, I don't want to say she flopped, but she didn't have a good Olympic Games at um, Rio. She goes to Pan Am. She has to fight for her life and then she gets uh, the spot. And then now she's at the Olympics. Yeah. and she's got two medals it's so i just i just love it like i yeah, love it me too like all of the fights that she have been through during this this olympic process as it is mm -hmm. like she was really benefited by the pandemic to be honest because yes. it gave her an extra year to fully heal mm -hmm. but i mean like in being olympic champion on vault like and with oh a chink in an Amanar. Like I, when I saw that they said uh she was warming up an Amanar, I was like, Oh gosh, what are you doing, Rebecca? Like no, I, I was scared, but it was really nice, even though she took like two steps uh on the yeah. front, it was really good. She and her chink, like hops. the vlog is like oh it was beautiful, like yes. I I just, I love Rebecca. I'm so happy that she got I, I love her too. I'm happy that she and won. then on second place, we have Michaela Skinner. She basically retire, unretire, and win <laughs> an Olympic silver medal in the same week. Literally. Like, she, <laughs> she released a, a video talking about some my career and everything. And I'm like, now you're back. <laughs> now you're back competing. Yeah. So, but what? I'm shocked with that and like she did really good like we know yeah. um execution is not her thing <laughs> Mm -hmm. she did really good by her standards honestly yeah that was the best chung that i've ever seen her do mm -hmm. and then her amina you know it wasn't her best landing but it was good and even though she's not my favorite person mm -hmm. i'm i'm glad that she's retiring on a really high note yeah because she deserves because, it i mean this honestly. is what she was working for Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, uh, personality aside, like yeah. she has been fighting a lot for this opportunity and it finally came. And like, let's continue blaming Tom Forster because he almost yeah. lose the opportunity to send a gymnast to the ball finals because mm -hmm. it was Cecile, the one who texts Michaela's coach to say them like, don't 
fly back because maybe she's gonna compete instead of Simone. Wait, so oh wow, so Tom Boyston didn't do nothing? No, he did not. It was after team finals, Simone tells his seal. Uh, to say Michaela to stay in Tokyo because the next day they were about to fly to the U.S. Oh, wow. And Tom Forster did nothing. The idea that they might meet Michaela for the ball final never crossed his mind. Oh, my gosh. Tom Forster is an idiot. (laughs) He is. He is. Wow. I didn't even know. Wow. Yeah, like he needs to be fired. He does. Either he's like, gonna get fired or resign. He's either yeah. one. Let's put Brian Carey instead yeah, of Tom Forster because because he knows how to pace his gymnast. He knows and how to he work. knows how to work with all of this selection process. He was yeah. the only one on USAU to understand the the qualification uh, process. Uh, to be honest. Uh-huh. So yeah, and then on third place. <laughs> Who do we have? Yo, so talk Korea. I was like, I, I was so nervous. Oh my gosh. I was so nervous. Like I could barely, because y'all know I'm live blogger, right? I could barely type. Like I was like, I wanted to look away if I'm being honest. And I was like, I think I um uh posted on my story. I was like, you do not need to go for your full difficulty. Um and I don't she know who told me she did. And then when I saw that six I was like, I was like, oh my goodness. And then I was so nervous because I saw like updates that she was not landing that ball um, mm-hmm. during um, their uh, training. Mm-hmm. So then she runs, she does the yo, and it's beautiful. It was like, massive. It was big. I thought it was underscore, if I'm being honest. Yeah, like, I mean, I think the only problem was that she blocked so, so low on the table. Mm-hmm. But like, imagine like looking almost on the edge of the table and getting that much block is insane. Like Literally. the force that she had and she landed, it, it was a belt of her career. It, and it was, was the it really greatest was. belt of all the meat. So it was, and I was like, oh my gosh, she's getting a medal and she hit the second ball. Ah. And, then she, <laughs> and then she does the DTY. I mean, just she just has, I don't know what ghost. I think that the wind like pushed her so far back that she had to jump because I was like, oh gosh, them hops is going to get her. It's going to kill yeah. her. And she I, had a, I, I, mean, she had I was really like, what's going on? I didn't know if I was either happy or mad that she took two, uh, two, those two hops because mm-hmm. I really wanted Alexa to meddle. Yes. So, like when she did, I was like, wait, that might give the mail to Alexa. <laughs> and then the scores came and it was like only by 0. 0.013. No. And I was like, <laughs> I, I did. I still bittersweet about that final because I really wanted Alexa to win a medal. Yeah, me like, she's Mexican and Mexican too. So, you know, like nationalism and all of that stuff. And because, especially because Alexa did the balls of her, of her career with those mm-hmm. two balls that she did. Those were amazing. But I think the thing that killed that kill her the most with execution were the chest position during the landing. Yeah. She was quite low with the chest. 
And there were a lot of controversy here in Mexico about Alexa getting fourth place. I still, I still having nightmares about that people because, like you know, um, is that kind of people that they never watch a gymnastics competition on their entire life until that moment, and now they feel like certificated FIG judges or something uh, because they were like. Wait, but Alexa's landings were better than everyone else's. And I was like, yes, but you have pre-flight, vlog, flight, and landing. There are yeah. four important things. Not only you you not, not only the landing, and that's the thing that people don't understand. And then they were like spreading misinformation in all of the ways possible, like saying that Rebecca didn't get a deduction for when she went out of bounds on her first bolt. And they put like the screenshot of the score, but it was the score of the second bolt when she <laughs> didn't win. And like, I don't know why, but they thought that the, the, the penalization is when they took out the deductions instead of uh, the e score. And it, it was a mm. mess. And I was like, I could tell them what uh, what were Alexa's mistakes, but I don't want to because I want to be a stack. And I think the podium was right because yeah, it was too. really close between Geo and Alexa. Like, the, I think the difference was right. It could have been either way. Like, it was mm -hmm. that close that it could have been, it could have went either way. Like, either yep. Alexa winning or Geo winning the medal, like, It was really that close. So, like, I feel bittersweet for that, but still, I'm really proud for Alexa because all of the things that she has accomplished, like, for being totally bullied during mm -hmm. to, uh, 2016 Ooh. when she went to the Olympics because she I was fat, that she's not, but, like... Get rid of the idea that gymnasts need to be skinny and just very pristy and little. And she's not even fat. She's not. <laughs> like, she's not. I mean, uh, and she went through that. Then, uh, like, on 2018, she won the oh, first world medal for Mexican. Uh, in 2019, that she did magnificent in her qualifications, but then with the finals and stuff, then all of the pandemic, she was competing with an elbow injury. Oh. And dur during the Olympics, she was with an elbow injury, apparently. And then, like... Oh. There were these like controversy on Twitter like later this week, uh, earlier this week, sorry, uh, about the founding that she received because uh, a gymnastics account from Mexico post uh, a tweet that say that basically Alexa had to pay by herself for equipment to be in order to be able to train properly heading into the Olympics, she she paid for the equipment. I don't know if it was either mat, if it was a vaulting table, it was something, right? Because the Federation gave her nothing. And That's the gym horrible. she was training uh, didn't have like all the conditions that she needed. So she had to pay by herself. And then one of the governors from one of the states, he was from Yucatan, Uh, reply to that tweet and say that um, oh because she wants to because there were a lot of places uh, like Yucatan, uh, Guadalajara, Monterrey, even to the Mexico that have proper conditions that have proper conditions to train 
And he obviously said it because he's the governor from Yucatan and he needs sure. to like do promotion to his own state or something, to his own governing or mm -hmm. I don't know what. And, and then Ana Lago replied to that tweet and she said that the fact that a gymnast, uh, no, that a gymnastic center has a beautiful building that it looks nice doesn't mean it has the proper conditions to train. Exactly. Don't spread misinformation. And then the original creator of the tweet asked Anna, uh, so if, the, if it only looks beautiful, does that mean that you don't have the proper conditions to train? And Alexa replied, no, we don't. Oh, wow. That, 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 that makes me so mad. Because it's yeah, like, it's you have an Olympic... Uh, Olympian, mm -hmm. somebody training for the Olympics and you're not giving them the proper things that they need. It's not that big of a deal. Like, stop. I don't I don't know why they would even make her pay for that. Oh, like, do you not want her to do well at the no, Olympics? It's, it's just it's just a mess because like it's not only with her, but like a lot of athletes have been complaining about a lot of things. The uh, the ones that got the bronze and archery from Mexico. Mm -hmm. Um, just mentioned that they almost uh, were unable to go to compete because they didn't have the uniforms. What? Yeah, because uh, they like ordered the uniforms like really late the federation, uh -huh. and they had problems with the delivery, so they wouldn't have been in time for that. Uh, fortunately, they they told them that it, they were about to get late. And the president of the Archery Federation just told them, like, you know what? Let's take these shirts and let's uh, let's go to print them in mm. order to have the uniforms because you cannot compete without the uniform. And it was because of that that they were able to get the bronze. Uh, if if it weren't for that, due to the incompetence of the federation, mm. like uh, they wouldn't have medal. So. Just imagine, and it's in a lot of sport that this is happening, and it's really bad because in 2019 the federation just like uh shortened it the the money that goes destinated for sports, uh -huh. and like the money that they receive is not even enough to pay a rent on a big oh. city. So like, imagine that is awful. Mm -hmm. So like, at least here in Mexico. All of the athletes that get uh, good recognition on their sport is because they are doing the job, not because the federation is supporting them, because they are not. Girl, mm -hmm. that is just, they need to yeah. get it together immediately. Yeah. If you want to keep on pumping out medals, they need to have the resources. Yeah, and they are not. They're just destinating it to things that have no have no purpose you know so like uh -huh. i'm really bitter <laughs> but yeah let's talk about now the mess that bars finals was because i don't even know what i was even watching like when i saw because okay so suni gets bronze right mm -hmm. when i saw that she missed her she only did a navieva no but hard wise i was like oh this is about to be interesting yeah. she connect nothing 
Literally nothing. Like, literally, her difficulty score went from the 6.8 that it was her proposed routine to a 6.1. Like, <laughs> these seven tenths on connections. She was out. I don't even know what that was, if I'm being honest. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I was really off on that final because I was falling asleep at the middle of the final. And yeah, then, like, I, I didn't even notice when Gelia fell. <laughs> <laughs> I was at that point of, of sleepy. And then, well, due to Suni missing that connection, she got brand. And we had um, Nina <laughs> getting the goal. And look, 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 look. Uh, she deserves it. Okay. She did. Uh, yeah, she is the best and like I mean I apart from the fact that she never points her feet and that she has horrible and questionable uh, choreographic choices <laughs> she's a good gymnast okay but she she's a horrible person and I don't <laughs> like her for that yeah I'm hoping that this uh, gold medal does not Uh, quote unquote justify what mm -hmm. Belgium has been spewing out into the world about um, survivors of abuse and how they don't believe them yeah. and things like that. I hope that's not going to be the truth. I mean, I, I hope that's not going to be the case. I really hope the same. But besides that, like Nina, I I, I actually think I actually kind of like Nina's gymnastics. I like her being yeah. and I like her bars. Her bars in 2018. Oh, they yeah. were awesome. Yeah, they were. Like, and, yeah, she's a good gymnast. It's just that her personality does not match her, her greatness on, on, on the sport. But I think like um like the same with Michaela. Like we when we're like criticizing the gymnastics itself, we need to go uh and watch like the routines and not necessarily the persons. Yeah, that's why I was trying to like separate like the people. I attempt. Mm -hmm. yeah. I attempt to separate the people from their gymnastics. Yeah, because I mean, like, we shouldn't support that kind of people. But still, when mm -hmm. this course came out, uh, lots of people say like she doesn't deserve that because she's a bad person. Is he's not like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it doesn't get reduced to whether or not you are a good person. It's about how great athlete you are, and yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, honestly, the only thing that is left is to change of way to manifesting for the next competition she's at. Because no this time we tried the reverse manifesting and it, and it didn't work out. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I want the same manifestation power at that Twitter account that uh, uh -huh. did with Dragulescu. Because yeah. <laughs> they were like, please, Dragulescu flop. And he did. Like, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. He, he got sent on a flight real quick as he should have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And well, and um, Silver, we had Anastasia Ilgiankova, who was like, okay, we didn't even mention her we on our predictions for finals. <laughs> we were clowned. No, because I was like, oh, she's just going there just to, just to have some fun. She's going to be sent home real quickly. Yeah. I was doubting her terribly. Like when I saw that she was in the bus, I was like, Okay, hold on now. Because he didn't have a routine during qualifications, to be honest. Like, I was not expecting that from her. Me neither. I thought that uh, Ezra that she does was about to flop. 
Mm-hmm. And then I thought the same in event finals because it was like it was it was worse than it was in uh qualifications, but she decided to connect the stalder out of it mm-hmm. and into a town. I was like, okay, she's on. Yeah, so, and she did it like I was it was like, great. I was doubting her terrible. I'm so happy for her because like everyone was doubted mm-hmm. about her. I think even like um, these Radionenkos were doubting of her, but they like running out of options because like you know, mm-hmm. but wow. Right. Wow. I was I'm, I'm happy for her since she too. deserves it. Me too, me too. And like I don't want to cry about find you lean and new you fake. Like just move to floor because I don't want to like yeah it's too early for me to cry about it yeah, it, it was just like <laughs> i'm glad that china got those medals on bean because if they would have left with zero medals yeah i don't i i didn't want a russia 20 no, 2008 2008 yeah <laughs> yeah what happened to china but yeah like let's move the floor because i don't want to cry <laughs> okay on floor we have first of all jay's redemption uh yes. from the ball final because on the wall she had a horrible like nice me step yeah like she like quite like lose the the steps when she was on the running and mm-hmm. uh that was scary and it was yeah. really necessarily to uh for those reasons having the uh, the touching warming up for even finals Mm-hmm. And it was a whole topic that needs to be addressed by FIG, whether exactly. they're, they like it or not, because obviously you would rather to have healthy athletes than media. And then it's like after seeing day one and the mess that it was like men and women, mm-hmm. it was like, come on now. And then they say they don't want to do it because, uh, they don't want to like take up the viewers time or make them bored but they just can put advertisement on that part like it's just literally. three minutes and then warm-ups literally like set the scene a little bit because they're like oh shoot she missed that in warm-ups mm-hmm. let's see if she's gonna hit that on like when it matters yeah i i mean even on pure skating they show it and it's really mm-hmm. interesting to watch it because I, I love to watch the touching warming ups. It's really interesting to watch what they're about to do. But exactly. yeah, it's something that the FIG needs to address. But coming back to Floor, Jade won. Horrible dance, like yes. Mm-hmm. But the dance matters, no. Because her tumbling was out of this world. It was. That was it was awesome. Yeah, and like lots of people saying that artistry has died, and it's like no, it it doesn't. Like the fact that the winner is just like posing on her career doesn't mean that artistry is not there. It's just that they just have different strengths. If you have right. everyone being artistic, what rhythmic gymnastics like, you know <laughs> exactly. And, and like I thought her. that I thought that Jay had a bit more pep in her step in her choreo too than she usually does. Like yeah, she's like, oh yeah, she, I'm about to win gold. She improved a lot. Exactly. Like, I think the thing is that she's really aware that she that uh, dance is not her strength, and she has been mentioning like I think it was even a, a tweet that it says that uh, still I don't know how to dance, whatever, <laughs> or something like that. And it's good that she's aware of that and she's playing through her strengths. That is. The tumbling, mm-hmm. and she does brilliantly. Exactly. And yeah, then on second place we have <laughs> Vanessa Ferrari. 
bro. Italy she and I, I cried with her routine. Yeah. I was so like, after all, I felt like she was robbed in 2012. Mm-hmm. 2016, it's a bit more debatable, but I'm going to say that she was robbed just because. Just because <laughs> but, of pipes. Yeah. And then in 2020, she finally got her Olympic medal. It was, and it was such a good routine to like, I really like, Felt like she was dancing, like she danced. I mean, she can dance, like she was dancing uh, in qualifications and team finals, but she was like, give me, get her all. And it was just, it was amazing. She gave it all. And I was just like, so happy for her. Like, she finally has achieved, I want to say, the peak of her routine. I mean, mm-hmm. her career, but this is kind of what she's really strived show yeah, for. for and long like, time. after all of those measles medals, after all of the injuries, After mm-hmm. all the uh, internet shade she went through due to the Oof. that video with misinformation she, saying that yeah. she was the racist one, but it was Carlota, like mm. she deserved that moment. And her landings, like I've That's never surprising. seen her landing things with her chest that uh, upright, like right. never on her career. She just <laughs> brings it all for this Olympics. She did. And I, I I cried with her routine, like, and I was like trying to calm down my my fears because like I mean it was the middle of the night. Right. No, literally, I was so nervous when she was on. I was like, okay, okay, Vanessa, I need you to hit this. I need you to do good because I don't need for you to miss again because that'll yeah. be a struggle. Oh yeah, and well, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we have the third place. That it was a tie. As between, said, they paid gay rights between once again. Galia and Mai. And I'm totally here for that. Because I, I remember that I was texting you and I was like, did they die? But are, are they going to break it? I'm not prepared for them to break mm-hmm. the, the tie because like I, I will end up crying for whatever who misses the medal. Because mm-hmm. I love both of them. Like, obviously, I'm a little more biased towards Galia. But I love my, and yes. like I, I was already crying. And then when I saw like third place, Angelina Melnikova, my Murakami, I was like, what? Right. I thought that they were going to break the tie too. I, I was confused. Yeah. Nastia is shaking. <laughs> <laughs> Literally when she posted something on her story today, talk about some, oh, mm. if I could go back in time, I, you know, do a tiebreaker. I would love I'm to like, like things differently. And it's like still your pack cost you the medal. Like, mm-hmm. but yeah. And I don't know. I love both of the routines of Galia and Mai because they're yeah. like so similar, but so different at the same mm-hmm. time. And I'm totally here for that. I love them. And I love when they were on the podium that Mai um, took the, the flowers bouquet and gave it to, to Galia and Galia yeah. did the same team. And then when Mai said in an interview that it was because she was still feeling really sad for Galia when uh, she was crying after the floor finals because Mai got the bronze and she yeah, missed it by that. like point uh, three three or something. And it was really sweet because oh, I, so I cute. yes, I, I love them. And like, ah, it was, it was the moment, to be mm-hmm. honest. It was one of the greatest highlights of these Olympics. No, I agree. And I'm so happy for them. <laughs> yeah, me too. And well, 
Last but not least, we have Bim. Do you want to start complaining or? I don't, oh my gosh. It was like, okay, because I was talking to some people when Bim Finals was going and I was like, oh yeah, Jaguanjin is getting bronze. And then when I see the score, I'm like, hmm. Okay, so I was, okay, so I've kind of lightened up on it because I, her, her routine wasn't as bad as I remembered. It was not that bad, but it was just, hmm. I feel like she was not on that mm -hmm. day. She I feel is. like it, was, it wasn't, you know, you always have like your goal about a running routine is like sign of Evers, uh, mm -hmm. beam routine, uh, Dunglin Lens beam, all that good stuff. Sean Johnson's, I'm, I'm really just Catalina going back. Bonor, mm -hmm. uh, who was in, in 2000? Lushwan, oh, oh that yeah, was Lushwan, iconic. Uh, Shannon Miller on 1996, mm -hmm. and uh, this Lysenko in 1992, mm -hmm. oh, Queen. Uh, like, it was like, you just have those routines that are like, there's mm -hmm. no mistakes, unless, you know, you take a step on your dismount. But mm -hmm. while you're on the beam, that, wait, can you hear that? Yeah, what was that? That's the ice cream truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, but, okay, here, but... here they play a song by Bayer. <laughs> it was like it was um a good routine. I just was like her e score compared to what she did in qualifications, which she got the same thing, but qualifications literally had no mistakes. Like mm -hmm. if she would have got a higher e score in um qualifications and then the same in event finals, I wouldn't be too mad, but I just thought that her routine was not the best, but I'm happy for Chin Chin because yeah, me Chin Chin. Yeah, and, I mean, like we've been watching her since like 2018, winning silver at Chinese nationals, and then yes, yes, just yes. just literally debuting a 7.1 at uh, Chinese nationals in 2019. Mm -hmm. Like she's literally like been her literally all of the uh, Chinese, Chinese gymnasts have just been any Chinese. Honestly, well, except for Gigi, but <laughs> I love these Chinese have magnificent beam, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, like I, I, I think exactly the same. And honestly, like I think it was the score was good, but compared to the scores that the others received, it was like mm, quite yeah. suspicious. I thought it. that a lot of the scores were down. Yeah, like, they were like, for example, with Simone. I don't know how did they took more than two points Me because, neither. like, apart from the help on the dismount, what else was there to do? Exactly. Well, maybe well, she was a little bit rushed during the leaps, but yeah. But I thought that like her routine, that was one of her. It was hot. It was kind of reminiscent to her 2019 routine, if we're being honest. Mm -hmm. Like, there's no bobble. She's really on. Besides, like, I think that she had like a small little wobble on her switch half. Yeah, but besides that, I mean, it was good. Like, I, I don't great. know, I thought she deserved like a and like, I mean, like, we have one chin chin with crazy difficulty, but then Tang Chi Jing with crazy execution yeah. because she had the highest execution score of all the final, so she was, was. great. I, I, I mean, especially after the all around when, where she fell on beam, Ugh. like, it was her redemption. Mm -hmm. I, I was like, I was like, Tang Chi Jing, I feel like. Because I don't trust Chin Chin because mm -hmm. she was inconsistent. So for some reason, okay, I doubted 
uh, Liu Ting Ting in 2018. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, oh, she's not about to hit. Oh, and then yeah, I come did. back, she won gold, which was yes. iconic. And then I was like, Chen Chen, I don't trust you. And then she wins gold. So I was okay, like, Okay, so it's really important for you not trusting the, <laughs> the athletes yeah. for being, con- keep doing that, please. <laughs> That's gonna be my method. And, of- yeah. Now that you mentioned using thing, like I think looking back to the quad, um, I think she's my favorite male, uh, beam beam champion of all the quad. Yes, mine too. Her routine was such a moment, especially considering the shit that the 2018 beam final was. Yes. Uh, yes. I think it was really amazing to having her as gold medalist. Mm-hmm. Like she. Hmm. it's just she really was the trailblazer um for this beam quad like mm-hmm. after seeing her at melbourne um just literally inventive connections i remember yeah. when she was it was just they knew how to work the code from the beginning mm-hmm. and then it's like now you have it's like she evolved into guan chen chen and oh you shine who yeah. are the Elichi and, and everyone like oh. I think the construction that all of the Chinese have is the due to uh, you think Ting being yes yeah Queen. but I, mean, I love her I really was so happy with Tong Si Jing that who that's why I think should have got gold everybody I think that Tong Si Jing should have got gold yeah um because I mean her routine was awesome. You know, yeah. she did have a few slow connections, mm-hmm. which I kind of understand why her D score was lower. I thought that her E score was really low because yeah, she didn't have any too. wobbles, in my opinion. No, she was perfect. And mm. like, I think her her rings really stand out. Like, because yeah. uh, I mean, her rings are not necessarily bad, but especially at the beginning of the years on Chinese nationals, the rings were a little bit doubtful. I mean, not yeah. at Kara's standards, but uh, you know what I mean? Yes. And like she bring all of the flexibility <laughs> that she could have so. on this final. And I mean, I love it. Uh, then I feel really bad for Ellie on fourth place. Her score was really low. Yeah, like, okay. I mean, even though she doesn't have the best split leaps, I thought that they were really harsh to her. Like she yeah. just had like like her series her two series were really good oh my gosh the back full i was like i I was was like these whatever (laughs) exactly and i was waiting up for her to do that and when she did that i was like yes right queen like i was just i was disappointed with how low she got because i mean um Oh, I don't even know because I mean the part the podium was perfect. Like yeah. it's such an iconic podium, especially with Timono uh, getting a medal after like not competing any of the yes. finals. I think that that's probably gonna be like her most meaningful medal. Yeah, I I, I think so too because I mean um on Rio she was like uh, a little bit sad because she got the bronze, mm-hmm. but like now she also got the bronze. But I think it represents like a lot for her. Yeah, this is the comeback. Yeah, mm-hmm. as she should. And yes. I, I also feel really bad for Larissa, who wasn't... Uh, I just I, hope she comes back stronger, because... I don't know if she comes back, too, but I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous for, like, if she's even still together. <laughs> yeah. Because she's been 
carrying Romania since 2013. Yeah. And it's like she just has all that weight on her back. And I'm like, I feel like now she starts to get more and more injured. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just nervous that she's not going to make it to Paris because like, um, I mean, I'll be fine if she made it to Worlds and she got a world medal because that would be iconic. But it's like, because I think that Romania, Romania is coming up too. That's another team that's coming up because they have Spiringu, they have uh, Stantilescu, they have Yordake, mm-hmm. they have... Um, um, Barbosu. Mm-hmm. They have Bosu, they have... Um, also, this, this one who is coming back, this... Andrea Mut- Montano, yeah. Yeah, Montano. And then, you know, they have their interesting star of Sabrina Bonilla. Oh yeah, Ooh, but I think I she she went oh, she out Romania. Yeah. She's not there anymore. No, I forgot. She's, because um, uh, Camilia was like angry. Mm-hmm. I don't. I'm still confused on that. But I mean, she gonna she gonna compete for some other country and she's gonna win gold for them. Yeah, yeah like, that's if she makes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I and learn. I think it was mostly because uh, they were uh, Camilia was angry that they didn't let her coaching uh, her daughter. And it and it's like let her like queen. Right. Here you. But yeah, Romania might come back. And I hope Larissa do it too, because she deserves it. Yes. Like, she too. deserves a good thing on her life for once. <laughs> exactly. And uh, I mean, uh, I'm I'm really sad for her, as well as for Flavia, because she always flopped during beam finals. I don't know what Flavia's beef is. No, the beam has beef with Flavia because it mm-hmm. always messes. I don't know. Like, I just feel so bad because she can easily get a medal on beam. Yeah, she, she can. She has the score. She has the elements. But she's always. Uh, she's always. And I it's always know. a damn layout. It always is. Uh, for what, too? I'm really angry, but yeah. Oh, fuck. This shit froze. Oh, okay. No, there you go. Oh, yeah. It froze. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think that was all. Who else can be? Oh, I want to say a uh, shout out to Urara. With oh, her yeah. 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 Her, oh, she has beautiful. Uh, and also her ship jump. And big ship jumps. I bet to say that it was even better than Komova's. I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and, and wow. And like, especially like going to the final last minute, like wow. Mm-hmm. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. I I feel really proud of her. Mm-hmm. And wow, what yeah. what Olympics were honestly? Yeah, this was... I saw someone on YouTube saying that these were the less memorable Olympics ever, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? We had Russia winning, Rebecca champion, uh-huh. John getting a bronze on faults. What are you talking about? Sunny Lee getting all, all around gold. Yeah, like, what? like Wan Chen Chen winning a meme, like Sunny and Wan Chen Chen interactions. Like, oh um, so cute. I, I think that picture is going to be the cover of this episode, to be honest, because yeah, as it should be. It's yeah. so cute. Yeah. And I don't know. Everything was amazing. Like it, it obviously had its, um, its bad sides, it but did. 
Uh, it was bad. It was I, bad. I actually enjoyed this Olympics, like apart from the fact that I was dying from anxiety every five minutes. <laughs> Um, no, and apart from the fact that uh i totally lose my sleeping schedule like mm -hmm. i was ruined after like um team finals happened because oh, it was like yeah. like i mean I, i just feel i feel good that i didn't watch all of the qualification and that i'm not that into men's gymnastics because i have more time to rest because of that and i didn't have to cry watching arthur's going into Bolton floor that he survived <laughs> somehow but yeah He's, i don't know how i yeah, really don't me neither and like you know that kind of things and i am also glad that i'm not into rhythmic gymnastics because in that way i'm not like Living to all of this drama. There is, like, today there's a mess on yeah. rhythmic gymnastics, Twitter, Instagram, everything. I, I don't even want to get involved. Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad I don't understand nothing that's going on in rhythmic. Me too, me too. And I I'm, also, I'm also glad that we're part of the internet, but on the Instagram side, Because mm -hmm. then we have the Twitter side and all of the things that happened with this article that came out <laughs> saying that the internet was toxic. And he's like, okay, it is. But something, mm -hmm. I mean, I agree with a lot of things that that article said, but yeah, the fact that they, that it was one of the contributors to this article was Jessica O'Brien. I'm like, girl, yeah, like, I'm like, you, you, how dare about. you? <laughs> It's like you have done a couple of things. Yeah, that are really questionable. <laughs> exactly. And like, how dare you? How dare you? Like, exactly. Like it loses, uh, it loses all of the of the credit. Like knowing that she was one of the contributors of that mm -hmm. because I mean, you know, things happen. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah, I think that was all. I'm gonna kiss this and then I'm gonna put the outro. Oh, yeah, thank you so much for coming to this podcast. Yes, thank you. It was amazing to have you here for the second time. Hopefully, this is gonna be uh, a bigger hit than our last one because we already hit, mm -hmm. but we can hit even more. So, As yeah, we should. yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Okay, let's. Okay, so this was everything from today's episode. This was everything from the Olympics. I had a magnificent time watching the Olympics in its entirety for the first time in my life, at least for gymnastics. Uh, and well, uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you once again to Jordan for uh, agreeing on recording. I had a magnificent time recording. I always have a magnificent time having conversations with Jordan and now being able to do it uh, during a podcast is, wow, <laughs> it's another, it's a whole another level. Is that? Okay. Anyways, uh, excuse my grammar. Um, I'll let you his Instagram on the description box in case you want to follow him. If you don't want to follow him, like, what are you doing with your life? Like, you're losing of one of the greatest accounts of gymnastics and figure skating. And, uh, yeah, uh, if you like this podcast, and I encourage you to watch 
the other episodes I have posted if you're interested into the podcast and all the topics that I that I talk about. Um, I would love to see you uh, following this podcast. Uh, if you don't, it's okay. I totally understand. And yeah, I allow it both of my Instagrams if you want to follow me. And yeah, that's all. Have an amazing day. Have an amazing life. That's it for today. And bye.